Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we start a kook cast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And this week on the show, we're talking about some turns. Not the kind of turns you do on waves, no, the more basic fundamental ones that you do to set them up in the first place. Your prone turns, your sitting turns, man, they go a long way in getting you on waves and out of the way. You better have those things on lock. So this week we're talking a little bit about the two of those turns and the differences between them, when to use them, etc., so on. Here we go. Okay, I was I was um, thinking of this one actually a while ago. It comes up every once in a while, and it's the first time I actually remembered to like mention it to you and put it on the list of things to talk about. But because um, because Haley was asking me, she was like, "Oh, should I have like prone turned into that wave or sitting turn?" Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those things that you have to know you and the equipment you're riding to make that decision. You know, it's not like there isn't an answer for each situation the answer would be different depending upon the surfer and the board they're riding. Right. You know, and, and, and the way that a prone turn happens versus what how a sitting turn works. And, and also, you can use both in many situations. It's just your preference for the approach. Right. You know? Yeah, so um, what's our first thing? When so to when to them? use them. Yeah. And, I, and like you said, they can be basically inter- interchangeable. When I think of sitting turn versus prone turn, I think sitting turns easier than a prone turn mm-hmm. right away. Totally. Um, I think of, when I think of when to use them, I think of when I need to go chase down a peak, peak I'm using my prone turn to go, go get that. Um, I think most people's prone turn isn't good enough. So what they need to be doing is to go chase down the peak, put yourself in the middle of the peak, sit up, do a quick sitting turn, get back down, get a couple paddles going. Right. Okay, so when to use them? Because actually I do have a strong opinion on this. Well, strong, <laughs> but um, an opinion. Um, first of all, I want to define them. Prone turn, because this is kind of our own vocabulary, a little bit. I think prone turn I might have taken from Dion at Kanata Surf Club. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he said prone turning or something along prone and turn. Maybe he just said straight up prone turn. R- regardless, this terminology I think is not like industry standard. I don't even know if surfers have words or, or you know vocabulary for these two things. But the prone turn is is turning your surfboard, changing directions while you paddle. I think the advantages of it are that you maintain momentum. Yep. You know, and you kind of stay in the good position of your board like while you're making your approach to a wave. Sometimes in a sitting turn, people get a little flustered with the fact that the wave is on them. So when they lie down from their sitting turn, they're in the wrong position. Mm -hmm. And there's no time to adjust because that's why they got flustered because the wave's right there. Right. So... 
so prone turn is, is turning, changing direction while you maintain your forward momentum. Um, the sitting turn is, as it sounds, like you sit up on your surfboard and rotate. It's much more of a pivoty kind of a turn, right? It's more, it's like has a central axis point down your, your head to your butt in the board and it rotates in the water without paddling forward or moving. So it's quick and it's agile. Um, but you have to regain momentum after you complete it with either a corking transition into your paddling technique, that's ideal, mm-hmm. or if you flop down on your board and don't do that, then you're like a train starting from zero trying to claw your way back up to full speed. Right, so that that clarified it for me. When When you're setting up a wave that's like a super soft little insider, you're thinking prone turn. Mm-hmm. I need to keep my momentum if I'm ever going to catch this wave. Mm-hmm. I got to stay in. I got to be paddling the whole time. Stay at high speed. And then when the waves more develop, that's when you're like, oh, I got to get over to that peak. Now I'm right in the middle of that peak. The thing's standing up. I, I can afford to kill all my momentum. And it's more about a timing situation right. where I need to spin. And then the sitting turn sets you up perfectly to to cork into like any wave Mm -hmm. you know so that's what you see us using it all the time um and it not hindering us only helping us Mm -hmm. because we're corking so dramatically out of each sitting turn one of the times that i use the sitting turn is when i have to make a very aggressive approach to a peak that's nearly out of range Mm -hmm. for me to get to before it passes me by Mm -hmm. So, and it it like, say whatever that range is like 20 yards over there or over there, Mm -hmm. I have to go parallel to the beach, Mm -hmm. you know, like perpendicular to the direction I need to go to catch the wave. Cause I'm first trying to get to the peak Mm -hmm. and it's way over there. So I'm like digging and scrapping to get in front of that peak. And I might just get there with only like a second or two before the wave is on me. Yeah. And in that case, I don't have time to do a prone turn, especially if I'm on a longer board. Yeah. The prone turn takes radius and time to to get from going towards the peak to going towards the beach. Mm-hmm. So that's when I'll get to the peak and then, you know, I don't have time. I got to sit up and spin, which is far quicker change of directions than it is a prone turn. Yeah. And then because I'm sitting on my tail and I don't have any momentum, I basically have to cork into the wave and hopefully I I did my approach to the peak with respect to the timing of the wave's development and and am doing my sitting turn in the trough of that wave as it's cresting and developing. So my cork not only helps me develop momentum, but it it changes pitch of my board and trim of my board as the wave's already lifting me anyway. Mm -hmm. So the little momentum I get from the cork and maybe a stroke or two is all I need with that position in the wave, but that's some a time. That's like my favorite way of using the sitting turn is jetting over to a peak that's otherwise way out of position for me, getting in front of it, and then popping up and doing my sitting turn right in the trough and corking it, corking it in the trough really, like yeah. sticking the tail into the trough of the wave, and then refloating as the wave's also lifting me up. Yep. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say about the sitting turn? Oh, the one one really good sitting turn drill. Like we do sitting turn drills with with our clients. You know, we get them outside the the breaking waves, and we say, "Okay, lay down on your board, paddle ten strokes, sit up, stop, spin around, come right back to me." Um, w- something that's a little more exciting is basically pushing yourself to do it when there's a wave that's outside of you, where you just have to paddle straight out to it, mm. and then 
get turned around in time. You know, that's going to really put the pressure on you. And you should be, instead of just saying, oh, let me just get over this wave, see if you can get it done, spun around, and, and set up those and waves. Catch it. Yeah, yeah. Catch that wave. I, that's a good point. I love that situation where, yes, right now, currently, I'm too inside to catch that wave. In fact, I got to scramble so it doesn't break on me. Right. But if you really can, if you have a great sitting turn, you can take all of that time before the wave gets to you and before you close that gap with the wave to get out there to the position you need to be to catch it. Mm -hmm. And if you hustle enough, then you can sit up and spin. And usually it's going to be like right under the lip. Like you're, you're playing with a line here that in some cases you don't get there on time and you do have to just bust through the lip and get over it. Right. But sometimes you do get there on time fast enough and you're spinning under the lip when everyone's scratching to get out. That's an exciting one, you know, because it usually happens when it's a bigger wave and everyone's out of position for it. Yep. We're all inside and then, oh my God, look at that wave out the back. We're all scrambling to get out there. And then you realize like you might actually have the timing to post up, spin it around right there under the lip and go as everyone's paddling next to you up the face trying to get through it because they're like, oh, oh, I'm going to get crushed. Um, uh, oh, okay, so something else I wanted to say. Um, now I'm forgetting it. <laughs> prone turn situations. Um, you know, okay, so prone turn, something I, I always have to remember to mention when we're teaching it especially is, oh, I just remembered the other thing I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with this one though. Prone turn, um, you know, you have to like respect the board you're on. So sometimes I'll demonstrate like we're working on a prone turn with a student and I'm on my 7'6 or yeah. even our little foamy 6'6, six, six, you know. Finless. And I, <laughs> and I can do this like magic, it seems like, black magic prone turn. And, and you know, I have to remember to, to tell the student like you can't do that same prone turn your prone turn is going to be longer more extended take more time and also you're not as proficient at it so another reason why it's going to be rounder wider bigger radius of a turn mm -hmm. it doesn't mean don't do it it doesn't mean don't use it or it's not still good it just means that your timing for when you start breaking away from your approach towards catching the wave has to be earlier has to be with respect to how long it takes you to do 90 degrees in a prone turn mm -hmm. um the other thing I was thinking before that I had forgotten and then re-remembered was the sitting turn drills that we do sometimes. I actually just did one yesterday. I could tell this new student that we had had some background, you know, and I was like testing her out. Like, where does she stop? Where are we going to stop our practice and focus? And so we were looking at a sitting turn and we were just doing these back and forths and I was kind of surprising with her. Okay, now sit up, turn, lay down, paddle, mm -hmm. you know. Okay, now and sit up, turn, paddle. And it really reveals like the little subtleties of how you aim your your weight in the transitions. Mm -hmm. One from going to the sitting turn. So do you aim for the tail or do you sit in the middle and then bump back? Right. An unnecessary step. Right. You know, and then same thing when you're laying back down from your sitting turn into paddling position. Do you climb your board and pull yourself into good position while your board is still pointing up in the air and then you come down already paddling in good position? That's kind of like the beginning of the corking transition. Yeah. Um, or not. Or are you fidgeting after you lay down and find good position and then start paddling? These are really important um, aspects of your sitting turn that only come down to positioning like this. I'm strictly talking, talking positioning here. Um, just being mindful of that and making sure that your sitting turns are really fluid. Like you're sitting in a computer chair and you can 
swivel it around and do a 360 with one push on a dime you yeah. know whereas you know we see some students and they have to go one push two push three push four push and then finally they're 180 degrees around right as right. opposed to being able to sit on the tail give it one big swipe and there you are falling down like back into paddling position 180 degrees around right go using your momentum using gravity and all the forces at play to really help assist you to get that thing to spin around mm -hmm. um next on our list is you know and it plays in directly to what we're talking about right now just all the different intensities that you use both of these maneuvers sometimes you know you are able to kind of sit more in the center part of your board um to keep your board nice and stable because you got all the time in the world to just, you know you're surfing a point break and you know where the waves are breaking you don't have to be running around as much to put yourself in the position so now you can take your time a little bit more and focus more on the wave and just let your board slowly come around and get into position whereas sometimes it's the other option where there's a wave outside of you and you really want to set it up so you gotta it's like a it's like a wrestling move you know you gotta like throw it down mm. it's gotta it's gotta be done with some serious intensity mm -hmm. for it for it to happen um and then same thing with your your prone turn sometimes you're able to like sometimes you're just kind of cruising over to sniff something out and then you're like oh i actually am kind of in a good position for this let me continue on with my my prone turn whereas sometimes it's like there's the peak i want to get over to it i'm really like i'm i'm paddling forward and turning as hard as i possibly can right mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. and i'm you know i'm anticipating my nose kind of getting involved and I'm anticipating trying to keep it out of the water so I'm reared up a little bit more mm. to make sure that my prone turn is really clean and I don't have that awkward moment where I'm not completely turned around and my and I start getting lifted and I start digging that front nose rail right right like one side or the other of the rail I guess the side that you haven't fully completed the turn on it starts getting a little buried. It's not like a nosedive. It's just like resistance. You know, you haven't completed the turn. Yeah, the intensity thing, that's a good point. Like recognizing when it's got to be thrown down like full on versus when you have time to chill and like take your time and really look at the wave and make sure you like how it's setting up and where your position is relative to it. Um, not much more to say about that, I guess. You know, no, it's just like so. being aware that it's not just a sitting turn or a prone turn, but it's a casual cruisy sitting turn where you're just kind of studying the wave versus like get in position now there's no time left but to do a sitting turn in half of a second and come down to paddling position right um and then why are they so important to be fluent oh my god because it's your fundamentals yeah you know this is the most basic form of your surfing that can be good or bad and very obvious so to everybody else and you know it from surf culture already and if you don't let us tell you now that surfers are watching you they're looking at how you do your prone turn they're looking at how you do a sitting turn and even how you just paddle your surfboard all that sloppy shit on the inside that you're you think nobody's t paying attention to they're noticing it for sure you know and that's that's why it is so important because from the time you hit the water right off the beach you're using these two things you're using your prone turn to zigzag through the lineup or you don't know how to do that move and you're just taking white waters straight right. on the head straight on the head when there's a little opening just five feet over and you could have prone turned over and gotten a clearing and just kept paddling and never had to press up or 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 wear it on the head or turtle roll even uh, that's such a valuable skill to be able to navigate the inside 
you know, and, and see like reforms and paddle towards the reforming rather than the surging whitewater, you know, or a, a section that's about to close out and it's closing, it's closing, it's closing, but you can hus like hustle over there and get in between the two breaking walls before, you know, the full thing becomes a whitewater wave. Or say you're on your way out, you know, and you have to, you have to turtle roll or, or something like that. And you do get kind of spun a little bit. You pull yourself back up, up, up on the board. You're in the sitting turn position and you're able to whip it and get the board straightened out and a couple paddles underneath you before you get hit by that next wave. Mm -hmm. You know, like the sitting, the sitting turn is, is your ability to kind of always get your board turned around in time to take on whatever's whatever's there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and all this in in the sense of like you're being watched it, it goes into your wave count because surfers that respect you and respect your skill set will sit back and watch you go for a wave when you're in position if you're looking sloppy and you're not even managing the inside you're not setting up waves properly they're more likely to go, especially if they don't recognize you or if you especially proven that you're not very fluent, you're not very capable and proficient out there. Surfers don't want to see waves go to waste, you know? Definitely. And uh, this is why it's really important. But then, so the other reason it's important, again, wave count, but because of just, say, nobody's out there. If you have a poor sitting turn, say you don't complete the full turn or you don't lie down and transition into good paddling position after the turn, these things cost you waves. You know, and it's such a simple, ridiculous way to, to miss out on wave opportunities, yeah, you know, these, to not have a good fundamental skill that sets you up for the wave. These things add up, you mm -hmm. know, they, they add up in, in loss of waves, they add up in loss of energy. Yeah. You know, all these times where you don't finish your sitting turn and point the board where you want it to go before you lay down, you lay down and then you sloppily do a, a sitting a prone turn. Yeah, like and, a froggy prone turn. Right? <laughs> All those are, are wasted energy. Whereas one swipe of your foot, you know, can get you a quarter of a turn, mm -hmm. you know, or something like that. And, and, you know, just using them wisely and being, being clean with these movements can, you know, basically elongate your session more waves, more practice, better surfing. Yeah, and uplift your heart, you know, the feeling you have out there. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is a real opportunity to introduce friction or remove it from your session. Mm -hmm. You know, these, like, fighting your rail when you're in the bad position of either the prone turn or sitting turn yeah. or not getting it around completely all force you to work harder to correct the mistake that you could have originally done well. Right. You know, and that's friction and that's resistance and that costs you something. Like, you have to pay for that with your energy. So really, really passionately work on these things because it's the difference between looking like a put together surfer and not, even whether you're catching waves or not, even, right. you know? But the thing is, these do lend themselves to helping you catch waves. <laughs> and being a lot less flustered out there, you know, just like we're saying, it all adds up and, and that's why the good surfers are making it all look so easy because all these little pieces of the puzzle are done, checked off, they do it with their eyes closed and then they can they can take care of you know the you know the more fun part of surfing which is taking off on a wave and riding it well mm. oh i love that one this is some of my favorite stuff to talk about you know is the fundamentals obviously if you listen at all to the show you know that but the sitting turn and prone turn for something about them that i just love they're just such a 
highly used one too, you know, like maybe there's some other fundamentals that aren't coming up as often. Whereas the sitting turn and prone turn, I mean, you're using it to set up waves, you're using it to, when you're paddling out, you're using it when you're trying to hold position or just get out of somebody's way. They're constantly happening. So if you don't do them well, you're constantly not doing well right. <laughs> surfing. Right. Uh, good one, Coach. I love that. Always good. <laughs> Woo!